Listener Production. Stocks fall on Wall Street as the US Federal Reserve raises rates by a quarter of a percent. And Aussie shares are expected to open lower with National Australia Bank earnings in focus. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's May the 4th and welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, may the 4th be with you. And also with you, Tom. (laughs) I think we straddled two different experiences within that little exchange there, but what an interesting night it's been as far as the... Uh, share market has been concerned on Wall Street. Uh, Jay Powell's raised rates by a quarter of a percent. Well communicated, well expected. Interesting performances within uh, the markets in the on the back of all of this, Ryan? Well, certainly were. So we did see US share markets retreat and end near session lows overnight after US Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said there won't be any interest rate cuts if inflation remains too high while signalling a possible pause in the central bank's hiking cycle after lifting interest rates. And we've spoken about this previously, that the the risk is that everybody is underestimating the behaviour of inflation, that notwithstanding the pullback that we've seen recently, that could remain elevated for a period of time. In fact, uh, just as a sidebar, and I apologise for promoting uh, some other work, Ryan, but we recently recorded a great interview with Chris Joy, who is a... Um, noted voice on um, interest rates, and he's a, a fund manager that is specifically focused on on interest rate markets. He said exactly the same thing, that there's a risk that we see a pause and that rates keep rising because inflation has remained sticky. Well, that's right. Certainly services inflation remains very sticky at the moment. And also we are continuing to see strength in the US labour market. And that is um, something that we have seen locally as well, which contributed to the RBA uh, raising rates uh, the other day. So the performance of the share market, the S&P 500, down 0.7%, ending around session lows. The Dow Jones was down by around 0.8%. The NASDAQ finished down by half of 1%. What was intriguing to me, Ryan, was that the US dollar fell away. Normally in a situation where interest rates are lifted, the US dollar will strengthen and we saw the converse. And that really does point to the uncertainty the Fed is engaged in at the moment with its forward guidance or its views on what it's going to do next. And the Fed continues to really walk a tightrope at the moment. They're trying to strike a balance between inflation fighting credibility while trying to engineer a soft landing for the American economy while inflation hopefully eases. It's true. But I suppose what we also need to consider is the performance of bonds and the US dollar in the context of the uncertainty around US banks at the moment. So what I found unsettling last night was that the KBW Bank Index, which is a measure of the uh, top 31 financial institutions in the US, I think it is off the top of my head, uh, that made a new low. Well, that's right. It was down another 0.9%. It's extended this week's sharp losses. Still concerns rattling around about the solvency of some of those regional US banks. We've had deposit runs and the like. We've had effectively takeovers and bailouts. And of course, the next domino to fall could be PacWest Bancorp. Its shares were down again around 3% today after they fell about 28% in the prior session. So that issue hasn't gone away, but of course, the main focus today was on the US Federal Reserve. Yeah, and I suppose to that end, within the press conference, Mr. Powell spoke about you know his faith in the financial landscape, but it just doesn't feel like that. And it certainly doesn't look like that when you've got an important index like the KBW Bank Index 
continuing to make new lows. Investors continue to feel queasy at the moment about what's going on in the (laughs) regional banking sector. And and certainly it is having some impact on the larger commercial banks as well. Certainly investors are quite nervous at the moment around this. And speaking of banks, here in Australia today, the National Australia Bank releases its latest trading update. Such an important piece of news, Ryan, in this picture at the moment. We've spoke the other day about how key updates from organisations form such an important part of the expectations that are formed by investors and analysts. And arguably, there are none more important than bank earnings. So that's why they're so much talked about. So what are the things to look for in in a, a bank's report? One of the most vital measures is something called the net interest margin, which is the difference between where a financial institution can raise money and where it can lend it. And the Bottom line is, uh, the bigger this number, the better. If it's falling, not so great. This number is expected to rise quite substantially. It's uh, expected to come in at about 1.83%, I think, on the balance of forecasts. So uh, any number bigger than that will be welcome. We're expecting the bank to report strong half-year results, driven by lending in particular. Also, if you look at the expectations around the cash profit it's quite a strong $4 billion. So 4.2, I think, is uh, a number that I saw as, that's, as a forecast. That's absolutely right. And, of course, if you look at the net income estimate, speaking of the NIM, that's at $4.09 billion. So uh, really it's going to probably be a strong number. Typically banks benefit from higher interest rates. Certainly, though, the other key focus will be on the interim dividend per share so that's a key one for shareholders, yep. and that should come in at around $0.86. Cents. A big focus as well at the same time will probably be on commentary around the economy. So we have seen those rapid rate hikes cool the housing market. That's added to cost of living pressures for Aussie households, and that is expected to weigh on loan growth and potentially increase bad debt provisions for Aussie banks. So that's going to be a key focus as well if you look at the minutiae of these numbers. The minutiae, which is like getting under the bonnet, isn't it? That's the same as minutiae. I think the getting under the bonnet on those bad debts, the markets have been like in a ninja crouch for a while now, uh, expecting the penny to drop either with uh, retail sales numbers, anything that points to a vulnerability where households are concerned. We've been waiting for a while for, for, for that emerge. And again, that's why these bank earnings are so eagerly anticipated because that arguably will identify the, the earliest signs that uh, perhaps something is coming down the pipe. So you're right, absolutely right. Those bad debt numbers will be looked at very carefully. Tom, it's been a big night on commodity markets yet again. And how do you see that influencing the Aussie share market today? Not well, Ryan, would be my headline um, observations. Again, what stands out to me is that there are a a variety of prices moving in opposite directions. So we saw a moderation in the US dollar that would normally be quite conducive to uh, commodity prices, be supportive for commodity prices. But commodity prices have generally fallen uh, and oil continues to stand out with its decline. So uh, both the US and European benchmarks were down by about 4% over the course of the session. And since the middle of April, we've seen oil prices fall by about 20%, which is great in terms of that outlook for inflation, but it's not so great as far as the pointers towards 
global growth are concerned. And, and typically, if you look at oil, it's a barometer of Chinese demand. And what we have seen is continuing weakness, which is surprising in that we have seen support from the Middle Eastern producers, OPEC and Russia. They've come to the party when it comes to cutting production of oil to support the oil price. But markets are very much focused at the moment on rising interest rates, the slowing of economic activity, and therefore demand for oil. And we've seen oil fall quite sharply. So it's good for people that are filling up their cars at the moment though, Tom. Not so great if you've got energy stocks in your portfolio. So it has been a couple of uh, rather difficult sessions as far as the energy stocks are concerned locally. Having said that, they have fallen quite away. So that's not necessarily given that they're going to drop out of bed today. We have seen a continuation of gold prices up. They're up 0.7% to 2037 US dollars an ounce. Not far off record highs. So those gold producers are likely to be supported again today. And iron ore futures were down 0.5% to 105.48 US dollars a tonne. China's going to come back online in the next day or two after its May Day holidays. And that'll be where the rubber hits the road for the steel making ingredient. Of course, today as well, TPG Telecom, Iris and Rio Tinto are all scheduled to host annual general meetings. So we may get some commentary from those companies which will move those share prices. Uh, just to finish up, the SPY futures are pointing to a decline of about a third of a percent for the ASX 200 when we kick off later on this morning. And the Aussie dollar has just put on a little bit of ground against the greenback overnight. It's currently trading at around 66.7 US cents. As always, Ryan, it's been a thorough delight catching up with you and shooting the breeze about the markets. May the 4th be with you, Tom. Indeed. May the 4th be with you all today. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.